0: It's a residency at the House of M's. This is Triple M Nights with Dave Gleeson. It is my absolute pleasure to welcome to the show a man who's sold 100 million albums or so um, and he's got a brand new album out now. It's called So Happy It Hurts and the man's name is Brian Adams. How you going, Brian? Nice one,
1: thanks. Yeah, thanks for the introduction. I, I never really believed that number but, you know, nice to have.
0: <laughs> Mate, you must, be, uh, you must be stoked that uh, you've got this new album out, um, brand new songs, and uh, ready to tour the world.
1: Yeah, we're really excited about it. And uh, there's, it's, you know, I, there was a moment in the last two years that I thought, well, maybe that's it for gigs. So mm. to have the gigs come back, and, and plenty of them as well, looks like I'm going I'm to be busy for a couple of years to catch up on all this time.
0: Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, uh, you know, th- th- those two years, you could uh, there was a couple of things you could do. You could fall in a screaming heap, or you could uh, you could take a positive out of it and uh, and make a new album for yourself. I recorded
1: three albums.
0: Cool, <laughs> unreal. <laughs> yeah,
1: I put one out last month. It was uh, for Pretty Woman the musical. Uh, the original thing was recorded in two thousand eighteen, and and I put out my own versions last month on YouTube. So you, if you're interested, you can check those out. Um, And of course now the new album, So Happy It Hurts, which I think is in the top 10 in Australia this week. Karen, are you there to confirm that?
0: I am here. (laughs) It's top nine on the vinyl chart. There you <laughs> go. Awesome, mate. I mean, it must be so gratifying that, um, you know, after, uh, after your, your long and storied career that uh, you still go into the charts when you bring out an album.
1: Well, the vinyl charts, there's only 10 people to buy them.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I, I've noticed there's been a big resurgence in vinyl lately, So, um, that, that, but they seem much more expensive than they used to be. They used to be 99 cents when I remember them.
1: I don't know what year that was. <laughs>
0: now, I. Yeah, am 53, so it was it was early it was early early on in my uh, early on in my life. Um, so with this this song, so happy it hurts. I uh, I was watching the video, and it just seems like you thought I'm going to let the fun unfold around me while I just drive along in the, in this cool car. Well, you
1: know what I did is I I went on the Twitter and uh, I asked for. Different kinds of people to come to the video shoot, and um, and I got a marching band. I had, I got my mum, I got uh, uh, I got a, w- a weightlifter, I got uh, a mechanic, I got a policeman, I got all these different people to come and be in the video because I wanted it to be sort of just just a, I mean, kind of like you say, something to be driving down the street, football player. There's all kinds of stuff in it and. The best bit, of course, is that my mother's in the front of it, and she's 94, and we wheeled her down in her wheelchair and stuck her in the in the car, and, of course, total legend, takes the show, best part of the video. <laughs> forget, forget about me.
0: Unreal. That's fantastic. Um, so who do you write the songs with? Do you, do you have a, a team or, or, like, people that you, you go to when you're writing songs, or um, is it, uh, you know, more organic or, or less than that?
1: Yeah, I've got I've I've got a team. I've had the same sort of team for a hundred years. Uh, just uh, so happy at Hearst was written with Gretchen Peters. Um, the new one, always have, always will, was written with Mutt Lang, um, So uh, I ain't worth shit without you was written with Jim Valance. You know, there's there's a bunch of songs on uh, different people I work with. But you know, a team is a team, and whatever best idea wins. For this album, I recorded thirty songs. Of which ended up, I ended up sort of honing it down to twelve. So, yeah, you'd have to have, ask me about specific ones if you're interested.
0: Now, so when you when you are, you know, honing them down to to uh, to that twelve songs, is there like a, a thread that you're looking for? Is you know, or or is it just as you say, the best one? Right, that's on the album.
1: Just the best one. The best one. That one's good. Sounds good in the car. Friends liked it. No one sort of reached for the phone when
0: the song started, so it must be all right. <laughs> Over all these years that you've been performing and touring, what are some of the things that you know you look back and you go, oh, "I can't believe that I played to that many people," or, or, or you know, just just some of those things that are real highlights.
1: Oh, well, where do you start? <laughs> I mean, I started touring when I was fifteen. So, uh, yeah, I think I said to you earlier when when the sort of pandemic came about and. The idea that we couldn't go out anymore was sort of hitting everybody, and you know, it devastated the devastated the entertainment business mm-hmm. completely. Not not just music, but cinema, everything. Um, it, it it was a bit weird because it's like someone pulling the rug underneath your feet, um, and you just don't know where you're landing. So when it all sort of came started to come back again, and there was talk about, you know, that there's dates actually going to happen. I didn't quite believe it. Mm. I was just like, what, really? Okay, let's see what happens. And of course, what happened? I went out on tour last month, Got Portugal got done, Spain got done, Switzerland got done, and then of course the, the restrictions came in from governments. Italy got postponed, uh, Luxembourg got postponed, Germany got postponed. All these gate dates started to get postponed because they wouldn't allow people to come into the venue. You could put 25% of the ve- mm. people in the venue. But you couldn't fill it out so it was like oh well i guess we're gonna have to just wait again so that was a bummer so but i just kept thinking oh this can't be true um and so the first gig we did which was in portugal uh big gig everybody was wearing masks so it was the strangest thing to look out there it's something i've never seen before yeah, yeah. because you could see everybody out there you could see the hands and everything but you couldn't see any expressions and you could hear everybody, but you couldn't. It was sort of a muffled sort of sound because <laughs> it was all coming through masks. I hope that goes
0: away. Yeah, yeah. And and look, I, I'm in a band myself, and it is that you can record and spend all your time rehearsing and all that stuff. But it's the connection with the crowd that that is the the, the real kicker, isn't it?
1: Well, there was a connection. There was no trouble there. It's just that you couldn't see the, you couldn't see their face facial mm. expression. You know, it's weird.
0: Yeah, I yeah. Mean, that's face-
1: the whole mass thing was weird, full stop.
0: Yes, well, uh, we're, we're dropping all those uh, restrictions here in Australia. We're pretty well back to normal. Um, so are you going to be uh, coming over this way at some stage?
1: I hope so. We won't be this year. it would be, you know, 2023.
0: Right, and and because you've got a massive uh, European tour uh, lined up, and I see three nights at Albert Hall. I mean, that must be something you look forward to.
1: You know, that's been on the cards for over two years. It got keep getting postponed, 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 because we were thinking but let's do something fun at the Albert Hall and let's do a different album every night um, and featured feature every night so like cuts like a knifes one night waking up the neighbors is another night into the fires another night and but it just it just get so now it's finally gonna happen and I'm so anxious to get it done because it's been sort of hanging on the calendar for such such a long time Um, But you know what's happened is all the shows that were built up that were supposed to happen have now been wedged into six months. Mm, And and so it's going to be a busy, busy, busy summer and an autumn.
0: Well, can I just say, uh, now that you've mentioned Cuts Like a Knife, my mate and me, Mal, uh, at the age of 15, we heard that song. And uh, over the years, we were kind of we became vindicated that yeah, this guy is the real deal. We heard that song, we just loved it, and um, and then to watch your career blossom, we felt very proud that we'd uh, that we'd latched on early.
1: No, <laughs> oh, mate, I'm going to get a little tear in my eye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mate, well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, I can't wait. We're going to be playing the song "So Happy It Hurts" from the album "So Happy It Hurts," and uh, we cannot wait to uh, to see you back on Australian shores. And good luck with your tour overseas. That's really kind, sir. thanks a lot. Cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. Give my best to Mel. Rock on, mate.